Hello, and welcome back to Market House. My name is Caleb, and I am the host of this show, the show that we pretty much cover all things Disney. Uh, and folks, I am particularly in a good mood this morning because we just uh, finished kind of planning our next Disneyland trip. So we'll be escaping, uh, you know, monotonous daily life to go visit the parks here pretty soon. Uh, we're going to catch it just barely, uh, catch the Christmas uh, decorations there. And um, again, it's going to be after uh, the actual day of Christmas. So you'll have to wait for our thoughts um, for a couple weeks, I think. But um, anyways, we'll have some, you know, good uh, stories and uh, maybe some good Christmas time reviews for you when we get back. So we're super pumped about that. Uh, it's always good to get down to the parks. And uh, yeah, this one's coming up pretty soon. So kind of a last minute decision, but those are always uh, the best, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, with uh, we're already talking Christmas, which is insane to me. And uh, that means Thanksgiving, uh, the forgotten holiday, <laughs> uh, the, the one that gets the least attention because it's the closest to, di uh, to Christmas, poor thing. But um, that's around the corner. So I don't know what you folks are doing for uh, this time of year, but, you know, it's a good time to, um, you know, it's a good excuse to get together uh, with family and friends and eat a ton of food. So uh, it's always a good time of year. Um, I like how it's cold outside. You can have the fire going and uh, again, eating some some good food. So uh, it's a good time of year. I'm in a great mood because of it. And uh, you know what? Let's just go ahead and dive right into that news. All right. First up is uh, some news for our uh, Disney shareholders out there. Um, not It wasn't a great week. It wasn't a great week for those folks. Um, the earnings call was uh, less than stellar. And uh, this is this is what blows my mind. The stock market will respond in such weird ways and for the littlest reasons. But um, it looks like revenue was down. Uh, it was down by a couple hundred million dollars. Expected revenue was $18.79 billion for the company this last quarter. And uh, it was only 18.5, a measly 18.5 billion. They should be ashamed and embarrassed for themselves and their families. Uh, I'm kidding, of course. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess if you miss expectations by a couple hundred million dollars, uh, they call you on that. So market did not respond well. Um, the stock was down the next day quite a bit. Um, and I think it's slowly recovering. Um, also, some kind of less than stellar news was uh, the Disney Plus subscriber growth. Uh, is slowing down. Now, again, it was impressive the kind of growth that it's experienced the last couple of years. It is already over 115 million subscribers in just two years, which is absolutely insane, but it's uh, starting to slow down. So again, investors don't like seeing that kind of stuff. We're not going to dive too far into detail and give you a, an investing uh, class. Uh, you can, you know, LinkedIn Learning, YouTube, those are great resources for that. I won't uh, act like I know, uh, like I know everything about the stock market, but um, I, I know a little bit, a little bit enough to report on it. So, and then finally, finally, this is good news. We'll end the, the earnings report on good news. And that is the parks are profitable again. So, uh, it's, in in the grand scheme of things, and in, in uh, when we're talking about a large company, uh, this this number is going to make you laugh. But they uh, they turned a twenty two million with an M a twenty two million dollar profit from the parks. And yes, that sounds insanely small, and it is. You'd be correct in saying that. Yes, that is very small uh, for for Disney. But 
you have to remember this same time last year, the earnings call for what quarter three uh, of 2020, they reported a two, a nearly $2 billion loss. So they've, they've recovered over $2 billion in, in, in profit or revenue, um, uh, profit, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, for, um, uh, this, this, this quarter. So, uh, they're recovering, let's just say that much, um, pretty, pretty quickly here. And, uh, that's good news. Cause that means, uh, you know, more investment in the parks. That means less, maybe penny pinching. Again, this is wishful thinking, I think, but, um, it's good that the parks are profitable again. And, uh, if you're not a Disney shareholder, whoop you do right. But, uh, if you own a few stocks, uh, a few shares of the stock, then good for you. Um, it looks like we're turning the corner here. So, uh, yeah, enough finance talk. Let's get into uh, some park news. Next up, we have It's a Small World. Uh, is not only decorated for Christmas with the uh, the holiday overlay, which is absolutely beautiful. If you haven't seen it, uh, either search a picture up on Instagram, YouTube, whatever you want, uh, or go see it in person, which is the best, right? That's a good excuse to go uh, to the parks. I have to see the holiday overlay on It's a Small World. So not only is it decorated... But uh, there's some new water features in that inside that attraction, and by water features I mean it's flooded. It's straight up flooded. So uh, it looks like they drained the track, right? Uh, it's a kind of a river ride. They drained uh, the attraction, and when they went to refill it uh, the night before uh, they were supposed to open back up, I mean they weren't really closed. But you know when they decorate for Christmas, it's usually in one night, which is crazy. They do it in like 12 hours. So they decorate the park for Christmas, and then when they were refilling the tanks. Uh, in the river there, uh, I guess something happened and it flooded. And uh, the flooding damaged some equipment, uh, so they can't operate the ride right now. So it's beautiful on the outside, but kind of broken on the inside. So kind of cruddy news for people that wanted to ride uh, that great attraction, that classic, uh, here in the next few weeks. There's really no date for it to return uh, because it was very unexpected. So I'm hoping they can get that fixed up so you folks can experience the magic of It's a Small World. Next, we have uh, the Disney Plus Day announcement. So we uh, talked last week about how Disney Plus Day was uh, coming up, and uh, that has happened. Again, it's more of Disney Plus Week with a uh, week-long kind of celebration of uh, the Disney Plus birthday, which is two years old now. And uh, with the the Disney Day, the, the celebration, it came with a ton of announcements uh, related to, uh, you guessed it, Disney Plus. So I'm going to highlight just a few because there was a million so if you're interested in all of them, definitely visit kind of all the Disney's uh, social media pages. Uh, they're all on there, but I've uh, grabbed a few that are kind of exciting to me, and I think most folks, uh, and we'll cover those. So first up, we have a new Marvel show called Moon Knight, starring Oscar Isaac. So you know Oscar Isaac as uh, Poe Dameron from the Star Wars franchise, and now he's coming back as a Marvel character uh, called Moon Knight. I've never heard of Mr. Moon Knight. But um, it looks interesting. They released a teaser trailer. It's like 30 seconds long. And, uh, you know, I like him. I like the, uh, the actor himself. So I'm sure he's appreciative of Disney, giving him jobs and jobs. So uh, the guy's busy, to say the least. And, uh, yeah, he'll be uh, part of the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe here uh, in the next couple years. And uh, next up, we've got the new Obi-Wan show on Disney+. Plus. This thing looks absolutely amazing. They announced it quite a while ago, and um, but they released a uh, behind-the-scenes kind of trailer, teaser trailer uh, for the show. So I think we all knew this already, but uh, Ewan McGregor is returning to play Mr. Obi-Wan, and Hayden Christensen is coming back as Darth Vader. 
And that is really cool news because especially poor Hayden got a lot of hate back in the day when the prequels came out uh, with his acting chops and stuff. And, you know, you can have opinions on if he's not the greatest actor in the world or whatever. But uh, that poor guy got like absolutely demolished on social media. And, uh, you know, it's kind of nasty. So the fact that he's coming back and that dude's got some thick skin uh, is super cool. So I grew up on the prequels. I know hardcore Star Wars fans don't love those things. But hey, when you're a kid and you're growing up with young Anakin and, you know, freaking dope lightsaber fights and stuff, uh, it's pretty cool. So you got to admit, uh, for us y- y- young and millennial folk, uh, the prequels are pretty dang decent. So anyways, excited to see these guys come back and reprise their roles as uh, Obi-Wan and uh, Darth Vader. And uh, let's see here. Next up, we've got Pixar. Pixar's coming to Disney Plus with a new car show. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, Larry the Cable Guy, everyone's favorite character on their mater, uh, is coming back. And also, I think they got Owen Wilson to come back as uh, Lightning McQueen. So pretty cool that they're they're kind of getting that star power. Uh, you know, it, outside of Disney Plus, I think, outside of Disney, most popular DreamWorks, let's say movies, uh, let's say they come out, uh, and you go, you got Jack Black as the voice of uh, the Kung, Poo, Kung Fu Panda or something. Um, usually when they kind of have spinoff content, whether that's a show or shorts or something like that, they usually can't get the same guy because it's insanely expensive to book those people. But Disney's doing it right and uh, and getting the original voice talent. So excited to see what they do with that show. Uh, next up, we've got Baymax, uh, everyone's favorite white puffy dude from... Um, Big Hero 6, which I think is a very underrated movie, by the way, does not get enough attention. That is a really cool uh, film, and I think they should totally run with that and do a lot of stuff with it. So I think the first thing is uh, Baymax gets his own uh, Disney Plus show uh, coming out here in the next couple years. So excited to see uh, Mr. Baymax again. And finally, this brings us to our last announcement uh, related related to Disney Plus, and that is Uh, A new Ice Age movie is being developed by Disney. And you may be wondering, like, what the heck? Ice Age is not Disney. And I will say, yes, it is. And let me tell you why. Uh, Disney, if you didn't know this, purchased 20th Century Fox. And with that came uh, the, uh, yeah, the uh, Ice Age franchise. So super interested to see how Disney handles the Ice Age movies. So uh, kind of interesting. I don't think there's a release date yet, but it looks like it's being developed. And uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Our final news item is actually some breaking news. Uh, It was uh, really just announced uh, just literally minutes before I started recording this week's episode. But it looks like Toontown is getting a major facelift here in the next uh, year. So uh, they're going to be closing Toontown March of 2022 for a renovation. And uh, this renovation includes some new kind of activities and and sections of Toontown. Again, the theming stays the same. It's still Toontown, but uh, it's getting some new attractions. So let me read uh, some stuff straight off of the Disney Parks blog. Uh, One of the new areas coming to Mickey's Toontown will be Centennial Park. The first space guests will see when they enter. This natural space will be anchored by two interactive play experiences. At the center of Centennial Park will be a fountain designed for play, which will also become a center icon for Mickey's Toontown. As its base, water tables will invite guests to play with the water and have a sensory experience. At night, the fountain will be brought to life in a unique spectacle. 
A nearby dreaming tree will be inspired by the tree a young Walt would dream, uh, daydream under in his hometown. Sculpted tree roots will provide an opportunity for children to play, crawl, and explore. And undulating topography will offer rolling hills and a place to sit and dream. Who wrote this? Good grief. Uh, yeah, in addition, in addition to reopening in 2023 with the new family-friendly and adventurous Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Mickey's Toontown will still be home to many beloved characters, including Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Goofy, Donald Duck, and more. So it looks like it'll be closed for around a year uh, for all of these uh, enhancements. So it seems, I mean, there's a lot of big words there and a lot of exciting, uh, you know, uh, concept art. Um, I think it's pretty minor. It looks like they're adding essentially a jungle gym. I, I know the fanciful words makes it sound like something else. So it looks like it's going to be a, you know, a very highly themed jungle gym and then a fountain, which you can splash in. It looks like it's like, uh, let's say like hip height, um, for adults, uh, this fountain, and you can kind of like splash in it with your hands. I don't know. So it looks like, uh, yeah, I mean, Hey, at least they're doing some enhancements. I'm, I'm excited to see that there's going to be, um, some renovation happening in the parks. I'm a little surprised since, you know, uh, money's been a little tight for the company, you know, uh, in recent, uh, years. So yeah, excited to see that there's some, uh, investment happening in the parks. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for more info on that. All right. So this brings us to our main segment, uh, for this uh, week's episode, and that is Disney's Merriest Nights. So, uh, just to refresh your memory, this is the uh, special ticketed event for uh, the holiday season, the first of its kind at Disneyland, uh, the first after hours event, uh, you know, for the holidays. And uh, yeah, it takes place, uh, only, I think there's only five or six dates uh, through November and December, so very exclusive. It's sold out, so if you're interested but don't already have your tickets, I think you're out of luck this year, but I'm assuming since it's sold out and did so well, it will be back next year. So uh, maybe this is a preview. And, uh, you know, it can kind of gauge your uh, interest after hearing my thoughts. Now, uh, no, we did not attend, uh, but I don't think that excludes us from having opinions. Uh, <laughs> only because, thanks to the 200-plus Disney vloggers and their content on YouTube, you can pretty much experience most of this uh, from your couch. Now, it's not as magical, that's for dang sure, but you can kind of see and experience a lot of the things they do, uh, but, uh, you know, via TV. So that's what I did. Uh, my wife and I sat and watched like six different videos just to kind of get a flavor and uh, a feel for what the night looked like. And um, yeah, you know, kind of share our thoughts. And, and you know, I might kind of be a parrot and uh, kind of copy what they said because I think all of, I think most people would have the same opinion and we'll dive into as, as to why. But um, again, another reminder, this event was about $175 per person. Uh, that's for the first date, which was November 11th. And then the rest of the dates um, are all about $165 a person. So this is no uh, cheap date. Um, and I think that's why it comes with such high expectations because it's a lot of money. So um, yeah, let's start with the positive. Let's start, let's start with the good things. And that is the freaking Muppets. Uh, again, spoiler alert, if you're going or don't want to know what's there, uh, just go ahead and skip forward by like five minutes, but, um, I'm going to dive into the Muppets. They had a full on like 15 minute ish show starring the Muppets on main street. They used that, you know, that double decker bus that drives up and down the street. Uh, yeah, there was a straight up Muppet show 
on Main Street, and I am so, so jealous for the people that were able to see this in person. Again, you can experience and get probably, you know, 60, 70% of the experience at home, but there's just something about being there for these uh, nighttime shows that are so much fun, but it was hilarious. I love the Muppets. Anytime they're involved, I'm going to love it, and uh, they were featured in person for the folks that attended this event, and I am so jealous, but uh, yeah, that already is a is a win in my book. Is If you're able to see a Muppet show uh, at the parks, then it's a night, you know, well spent. Um but yeah, you know, that was, uh, that, that ends it with the positives, <laughs> honestly. Um, I'm not trying to be negative, but that's pretty much the only thing that I'm kind of, uh, sad that I missed. The rest of the event was pretty, I'm, I'm going to say lackluster. And again, I did not attend, but from what I saw and the opinions that these people shared, um, on YouTube were kind of like, yeah, there's not that much else to do now. It's supposed to be like themed parties is what they called them all throughout the land. So there's a few exclusions like I don't Critter Country wasn't involved, Galaxy's Edge and something else. But uh Fantasyland, Frontierland, Main Street, uh Adventureland, they all had their own separate kind of you know different themed parties and that included essentially photo opportunities and food. That is what Disney I think uh that's their definition of a party. <laughs> but Again, if you're a giant picture person, um, if you really want to take advantage of exclusive food offerings, then hey, 175 bucks, go ahead. It's it's worth it for you. But for people that are looking for, you know, entertainment and truly exclusive experiences, I don't know if it's worth the money because one of the main kind of featured events for this uh, for this party was the hollow i'm sorry not the halloween the christmas parade and that is not exclusive to that event you can see that on any other night um on a regular night right if if you pay park admission you can see that on a normal uh not after hours party event so kind of curious that that was kind of a main draw and a lot of people stood there so i kind of feel bad that people all stood around uh watching that kind of sucking away at the time they had available uh, to watch something that's not exclusive to that night. So, hey, you know what? Again, they paid to be there, their money, they can do whatever they want with it. But, um, so that was interesting. Uh, again, the unique photo opportunities, they had, they did have some rare characters there. They had like uh, the whole Frozen character list were there. So like the, uh, you know, the weird, uh, the redheaded guy, the uh, big summer blowout dude, uh, he was there. Um, Sven, the whole gang was out walking around, uh, chatting it up with people. Uh, Scrooge McDuck and uh, Marley, uh, played by Goofy, uh, were there, which is a rare photo op. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Donald had his own little snow castle thing. You can take a photo with him. But other than that, again, there was really nothing else. Um, so yeah, and again, let me remind you, $175, and this was four hours long. You only have four hours to experience everything. That is so rushed. I I think you'd know... I, if you rode rides during this thing, you had maybe 45 minutes to experience like the actual party itself because rides themselves take a while to get through. So I'm, you know, I am not seeing the value here. And I know Disney's on a uh, value heavy resort because <laughs> it's a definitely a luxury kind of purchase and stuff. It's very expensive. So I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, expecting like a huge return on my money, but $175 for four hours is pretty steep in my book. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I, I don't think you're missing out too much if you don't attend this event. 
Um, it looks fun as all get out. I mean, if again, if I had 300 bucks burning a hole in my pocket, I'd go, but um, I don't have that problem and I don't think many people do. So, you know, if I were you, maybe give them a year to work these kinks out. It's the first time they're offering it. So, uh, you know, Disney, I think learns, hopefully takes people's, uh, opinions into account and, uh, may fidget maybe around with the, uh, the timing. Maybe next year they offer another extra couple hours. Uh, I would imagine that is a kind of a big headache for them because this is Disneyland that's hosting this party and closing that two hours earlier would be a problem, but, uh, they got to do something I think to offer more value, but who am I to say, um, I'm just a guy that goes, look, they sold out um, and charge what they charge. And I think everyone's happy. So I don't know, maybe they won't offer, uh, more value for, for folks. But again, I think in my book, I think around a hundred dollars a person would be kind of more appropriate for what they offered. Um, that's just, again, that's just my opinion. If you've gone, if you attended it in person, I may be way off and you say, I, I missed a ton of stuff that was offered. Please let us know over on Instagram. But, uh, from what I'm seeing, I just don't know if it's worth that kind of price tag. Um, you can catch about 60% of what they did on a regular park day. And I'm just not sure that 40% is worth that much money. Um, so again, I don't want to end on a negative kind of thing. It's, it's really cool. They're offering holiday events, uh, period. I would love to attend one. So I think next year may be a better time to go. Cause again, they would hopefully add some stuff, work out some kinks and, um, yeah, maybe have it all figured out. So again, if you're not if you're not attending, don't. I don't think there's anything to worry about. Nothing to be sad about. Go on YouTube and uh, dedicate 45 minutes of watching videos, and I think uh, you'll experience plenty uh, for what that uh, party has to offer. So, uh, yeah, that brings us to the end of our episode, guys. Um, thank you so much for spending time with us. Uh, follow us on Instagram if you don't already. Uh, that's at Market House Podcast um, on the IG. Um, you know, catch us there for stories and posts. And, uh, again, if you've got any opinions and you want to ask a question or whatever, feel free to send us a uh, message on there and we will respond and, uh, chat it up. So again, thanks so much for spending time with us. Have a great week. We will see you next Monday. <laughs>